Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello, my dear friends. We are entering the December month, and so we are entering the Christmas season. Of course, you can listen to this message any month of the year because the Word of God, it's always true every month of the year, but especially in December, we, of course, think of the coming of our Lord. Well, it's something I thank the Lord for every day of the year, but especially in December. We celebrate this, and not just we in the church, but the whole world is celebrating Christmas, even in nations that don't call themselves a Christian nation at all and are predominantly a different religion. Still, you see more and more that they have lights and Christmas trees and other kinds of things to celebrate Christmas. Of course, they also have that Christmas man and Jack Frost and all these other things that these days have come up and played a part or play a role in the Christmas story for those that don't believe in Christ. But for us, we know that Christmas is all about Christ. It's about his coming and all these other things and other characters. They have no part in the story whatsoever. But of course, well, we know how the enemy works and trying to put something in the place of Christ. That's why I don't like it when churches write Christmas with an X. Like X, who is that X? Anybody could be that X. And so the world has put Santa Claus there and Jack Frost and others. But we know it's Christ, Christmas. It's Christmas and it's all about Christ. Do we love Jesus? Well, so many people are celebrating Christmas and they are organizing the big parties and they have the different decorations and maybe they even have a little nativity scene But do they really love Jesus? Do you love Jesus? Do you hope you love Jesus? Do you hope Jesus loves you? Is there a if or a but or a hope? Or do we say, well, I trust I love Jesus. Funny thing is when we say, well, I trust I love Jesus, even though that word trust is so important, yet there is a question mark there and there's no assurance there. In the Bible, I read of the men and women of faith, that they had an assurance in their life. And they did not have a feeling like, well, I hope or I trust I do. They had an assurance. For example, Paul said, I know whom I have believed in 2 Timothy 1 verse 12. That is a certainty. I know whom I have believed. He didn't say, well, I hope that whom I trust or whom I believe that that he is the real one. He said, I know, I know whom I have believed. Job said in Job 19 verse 25, I know that my Redeemer lives. That is a certainty. And you need to have this certainty in your life that you know that you love Jesus. And so the question is, why do you love Jesus? Well, I'm so thankful that I love Jesus because of the Holy Spirit at work in my life. It is the Holy Spirit that brings true love in every believer's heart. Without the Holy Spirit, we cannot have true love there. We cannot have true understanding of Christ or what he has done for us. But through the Holy Spirit, as he guides us into the truth and as he reveals to us who Jesus is, 
and what Jesus has done for us and who Jesus is today and what he is doing for us today and how he is in our life and the glory of Christ in us. Oh, that's why we can say, I love Jesus. Oh, I love Jesus. Can you say with me? I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. And I know that I love you. And if you ask me, why do you love Jesus? Well, of course, yes, it is created in my heart through the Holy Spirit who has revealed the love of Christ to me. Yes. Oh, I love it so much that I can say I love Jesus because he first loved us. Yes, it's what it says in 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. It says, we love because he first loved us. Oh, to have that revelation because of the Holy Spirit's work in your mind and in your heart that he loved you first. He loved us, the Bible says, while we were yet sinners, while we were yet strangers, and even while we were enemies with God. He already loved us, and his love went after us, and his love conquered us, and I had to surrender to his love. Oh, I couldn't fight his love anymore. Oh, he came after me not with weapons of war. He came after me with arms of love. Oh, he pulled me to himself. Oh, and he embraced me, and he made me to see and to realize and to feel how great his love is for me, and nothing can separate me, the Bible says. Oh, hallelujah, my friend. Nothing can separate me from the love of Christ. Oh, hallelujah. But I love him because he first loved me. But I also love him because he gave himself for me. He gave himself for us. Oh, I just want to read two very important scriptures that show this, but there are so many more scriptures that reveal that Jesus, he emptied himself for us. He gave himself fully and wholly for us. And because of him, we are set free. We are reconciled with the Father. The bounds of death have been broken over our life. The chain that Satan, that tyrant ruler had upon us is broken, and I am free, hallelujah. And I'm no longer a slave, but I am a son of the Most High God. I have been elevated out of darkness. I have been brought out of death into his wonderful light, into the kingdom of the beloved son. And it says in Philippians 2, verse 6 to 8, it says, who being the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Oh, what a verse. What a word. How powerful today. How powerful to think of these things in this Christmas season and all during the year. That Jesus, equal to God, oh, it says in John chapter 1, It says, and the word was with God and the word was God. And in other verses, it reveals that Jesus was there before the creation of the earth. And he is the same as God in very nature of God. And yet one day when the father said, it is time, 
He laid down all that glory and splendor. Oh, he laid it down in heaven and he came to this earth and he was born in human flesh. As it says in John, the first chapter, and the word became flesh. He became flesh. He became that little baby born not in a palace or not in a golden bed, but he was born in a stable. Oh, he was born through that very simple virgin, Mary, that young girl who had surrendered herself to the will of God the Father. And he, the Christ, he, God himself, he emptied himself. He made himself to be nothing by taking on the very nature of a servant. And then it says, even being obedient unto death, and not just any death, but the death on the cross. And that means he became a curse for us because it says, cursed is whomever hangs on that cross, on that wood. He became a curse. He died as a curse. He took the curse upon himself. And it says it so beautifully in Titus chapter 2, verse 14. It says, who willingly gave himself to be crucified on our behalf to redeem us and purchase our freedom from all wickedness, and to purify for himself a chosen and very special people to be his own possession, who are enthusiastic for doing what is good. Oh, I like that. I like that. I hope you like it, and I hope you are, as this verse says, enthusiastic to do what is good. But it says, who gave himself Oh, he gave himself. That's why I love Jesus. Oh, I could start to speak in new tongues right now. If I think of this wonderful Christmas season, and I think how God himself came down, emptied himself, gave himself, became a man, and not just a man to walk among us, but he even took upon himself, oh, all my sins and iniquity, and he died on the cross for me. Oh, that's why I love Jesus. I love Jesus because he first loved me. I love Jesus because he gave himself for me. I love Jesus because I have life through his death and peace through his blood. Oh, that's what I celebrate with Pentecost. That's what I celebrate with Easter. That's what I celebrate with Christmas. I celebrate Jesus who gave me life who gave me eternal life, who made me into a temple of the Holy Spirit who dwells within me. It says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13, all the way up to 15, it says, But now, at this very moment, in Christ Jesus, you who were once so very far away from God have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace and our bond of unity. He who made both groups, Jews and Gentiles, into one body and broke down the barrier, the dividing wall, by abolishing in his own crucified flesh the hostility caused by the law with its commandments contained in ordinances, which he satisfied, so that in himself he might make the two into one new man, thereby establishing peace. Though he was rich, yet for our sakes he became poor. 
Oh, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. I want to shout it from the rooftops. Oh, it's not that I hope that I love him. It's not that I maybe love him. It's not that sometimes I love him. It's not that, oh, I love him because of my love to him, but I love him because he gave his life for me and gave me eternal life. And it was all because of the grace and the love of the Father. Oh, hallelujah, my dear friends, at Christmas, why don't we celebrate the life that we have received through the life of Christ? Why don't we celebrate the peace that we have? Because we have peace in Christ. He himself is our peace. He himself is why we are reconciled with the Father. He did not just bring something to give. He did not just give something that he had or took with him, but he gave himself. He gave himself, and he gave himself fully. He gave himself when he left heaven, and he left all his glory behind, and he became flesh. He became a man. He walked among us, but that was not all. It's not that he just came and proclaimed the gospel to us. It's not that he just came to tell us about the kingdom of his father, but he came to bring us into that kingdom. He came to save us and to redeem us. He came to bring us life, and that life is in his blood. Oh, it's in his blood, his blood that was not the same kind of blood that you and me have, because our blood is already contaminated, but he was born out of the virgin. Oh, the Holy Spirit came upon her and deposited in her womb the Christ, and he was born through her, but he is the great one, the mighty one, the Son of God with holy blood, and life is in the blood, the Bible says, and now his blood flows through our veins. Oh, hallelujah, and I am saved, and that's why I love him, I love him, I love him, and especially at Christmas, I love him because he came for me. Well, I love him. I not only love him because he gave himself. Oh, I don't only love him because he was so good to me, but I love him because of the wonder of his person, because of his splendor, because of his glory. Oh, he is wonderful, my friends. He's not just my savior. It's not that he just saved me once, oh, so many years ago, maybe 2,000 years ago on the cross, and maybe some 30, 40 years ago when I accepted him in my life. But my God, I'm so thankful that the splendor, the glory of his goodness, all oh, his light and his life is shining today, and it is shining every day, and every day I'm seeing a little bit more of how wonderful he is, how awesome he is, oh, how loving he is how kind he is, how gentle he is, how powerful he is, how mighty he is. He is awesome. Oh, hallelujah. Words cannot describe him, how wonderful and how majestically he is. But so my heart is going out to him, and it's going out to him more and more, just like the Song of Solomon in chapter 5, verse 16. Oh, it says, he is altogether lovely, he is altogether truth. He is altogether beauty. He is altogether wonderfully. Oh, hallelujah. It says his mouth 
is full of sweetness. Yes, he is altogether lovely and desirable. This is my beloved, and this is my friend, O daughters of Jerusalem. Oh, can you say this as it is written in the Song of Solomon? Can you say it? And are these things that you are saying about your Jesus, about your Christ, about your Savior? Oh, are you more in love with your wife or your husband or with your children or with the material things of this world? I don't hope so. Oh, I hope and I pray today that Christ is far above earthly people. Oh, you might have a very good bond and a a loving relationship with your wife or with your husband or with your children or with your parents or maybe with other family members or friends, but I pray that Jesus may be above them all. Oh, maybe you are a hardworking person who loves beautiful things, beautiful watches and houses and cars. Oh, I'm not saying that's an evil or bad thing, but don't let your heart be upon these earthly material things. Let your heart be upon the Christ. Let your heart be upon Jesus and say, yes, Jesus, you are altogether lovely. You are so full of sweetness. You are so wonderfully, you are so desirable. My heart is longing for you every day. Oh, when I go to bed, you're the last one I'm speaking to. When I wake up in the morning, you're the first one I'm speaking to. Oh, during the day, I'm thinking of you. My mind is going out to you. I love you, Jesus. And especially during this Christmas season, where is your heart, your mind? Where is your energy and your time going in this season? Are you so busy with your Christmas parties? Are you so busy organizing all these things in the home, in the church, at your workplace? Are you so busy with all things of Christmas that you are forgetting the very beauty of Christmas, the very reason of Christmas, the very purpose of Christmas? And that is Christ, Emmanuel, God with us. Oh, never forget. Oh, don't be busy with all these things and forget to spend your time with your lovely Jesus, oh, the one that your heart should long for. Oh, I hope you can say, yes, John, I love Jesus. I love him because he first loved me. I love him because he gave himself for me. I love him because I have life through his death and peace through his blood. I love him because of the wonder of his person. Oh, Jesus, Today, we just want to express our love to you. We want to thank you for leaving heaven and for coming down and for saving us by giving yourself upon the cross. I believe in you, Jesus. I believe that you are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. I believe that you came. I believe that you died for my sins, and I believe that you rose out of the grave. I believe you went back to the Father and that you are returning soon. Oh, I'm looking forward to you. I'm looking forward to spending all eternity with you, Jesus. But also today, I'm celebrating you who are alive in me by your Holy Spirit. Oh, Jesus, you are with me every day, and I love you because you have first loved me. Thank you, Lord Jesus, and I pray that this love will be shared with everyone who is listening today and that they will share it 
with all those that are surrounding them and that you will fill those with your love also. Thank you for this wonderful season. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 